So I've been lucky to have a lot of great teachers over the years. And some I've sought out, some I've just kind of stumbled upon. Some have been from my generation, some have been uh, younger, but others have been certified old timers, elders. And I probably have gotten my best lessons from them. Uh, and out of those old timers, Art, he was uh, the first person to really to explain meditation to me uh, in a way that made sense to me as a powerful tool for training the mind. Um, you know, I thought of meditation kind of in the standard way that a lot of people probably do, just, oh, it's something that would calm you and, quote, center me, whatever that means. Um, but mostly I had been exposed to the mainstream, watered-down version of meditation, you know, like corporate mindfulness, mindfulness, uh, that kind of thing. And so I sort of dismissed it, either that or just like, visualize yourself opening a, a treasure chest. What is in that chest? That is your hidden qualities or whatever, you know, stuff like that didn't really interest me. But um, I didn't realize just how powerful meditation can be. And it's a tricky word. It's a slippery word because um, it can point to so many things, hence the need for definition, which I'm pretty big on if you uh, see my mental toughness manifesto. It's all about trying to actually define mental toughness and mindset in ways that not only clarify, but give you a roadmap to how to actually train those things. So anyway, so some, same thing with meditation. We need definitions to know really what do you mean when you say meditation. And um, here's how uh, Art defined it, the most <laughs> simple uh, definition you could imagine. He just said, meditation is just seeing what's going on. Meditation is just seeing what's going on, right? Nothing more complicated than that. No visualizing, no chanting, no complicated mental acrobatics, just seeing what's going on. Simple, yes. But is it easy? I mean, if you try it, you'll see, you know, how how rare is it to actually be seeing what's going on instead of being lost in thought and emotion and so on, right? It's not so easy. Which brings me to another of my favorite uh, sayings of art. I don't know if he originated this, but it's pretty great. He said, if you want traction, you must first have friction. And he was talking about that meditation practice in that particular case. And so that if you want to transform yourself, especially in the realm of the mind, right? If you want to be able to actually see what's going on, you need traction in your practice because there's going to be struggle and there's going to be difficulty. And if you want to get to the place where it's easy and it flows, then you have to get through the hard part, right? You actually need friction. And you can think of it, I love that image so much because it's just such a concrete physical image. If you want traction, you must have friction. And that's obvious. Like if you're, if you're just sort of like climbing up a hill, you know, and you need your, if you're wearing shoes, um, then you need to have friction for there to be traction. 
right? Otherwise, it just slip and slide down. But it's true. It's true in anything, right? Like if you're starting out with a new type of workout, new practice, if you're playing a musical instrument or whatever you're doing just to get to another level of mastery with anything, there's going to be that friction time. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to feel discouraged. And you might feel disoriented. You might just be thinking like, what am I doing? You know, I seem to just be holding still. This is a lot of work and focus just to just to hold still. But that's just the way it is. And that's the friction element. Right? And but this is what I love so much about the the way art put it. It's not just some cliche like, oh, there's the good and there's the bad and they come together. It's just so much more specific than that. And I mean, for one thing, neither traction or friction is, they're not good or bad, they just are. Uh, but if you think of the image, it's, it's not just that like, oh, having friction is an inevitable byproduct or downside, but the friction is actually what's causing the traction. It's a necessary ingredient. You actually need that. And the thing is, knowing that is kind of uh, slightly paradoxical. Knowing that it's going to be there and accepting that makes it way easier to deal with and makes the friction way less, right? Because if you think, if you get frustrated and discouraged, in, in, instead of slowing down or giving up, if you're able to just recognize it for what it is and you say, oh, this is, this is that, this is that friction that I need in order to get traction. It's temporary, it'll pass, and as long as I just keep going, the next thing I know, it'll be gone. I'll just be moving. I'll have traction, right? So if you recognize it, if you can be mindful enough to recognize it, yet sure enough, it'll be gone soon, as long as you don't get caught up in it, right? But that's, that's kind of the challenge, right? Because it's so easy to get caught up in it and take it way too seriously and not recognize it for what it is and, to, and take it as an actual obstacle that has the power to make you stop moving towards whatever you're moving towards, right? So a huge part of mental toughness training is learning to stay relaxed in that friction. Just recognize it for what it is, accept it, and just kind of relax into it, flow through it, not create unnecessary struggles. And really the most powerful way to do that is to train your body and your nervous system to stay in that calm flow state, no matter what's going on around you or even inside you, right? And this is why in my system, in the Bionic Mind Method, we focus so much on mind-body techniques uh, for that deep relaxation of the nervous system, not just a little bit more calm, but actually changing the baseline of stress in the system. And then no matter what you take on, on your, on your individual path, you can handle that friction and it's just not a big deal. It'll make the friction as little as possible. Yes, it's necessary. But usually we make it into something way more than it is. And you just don't have to do that. 
Now I go a lot deeper into that whole connection between the mind-body stuff and overall mental training in my Mental Toughness Manifesto. Like I said, I try to really define these terms in a way that's helpful and accessible because often we don't. We get like stuck in this nebulous realm of intangibles. So if you want to check that out and kind of see what the techniques are as well, you can get a free copy of that Mental Toughness Manifesto at bionicmindmethod.com and you can see if it speaks to you. If so, you can take the next step, start doing some training. But in the meantime, just remember, if you can catch those moments and be more mindful. See, that's another thing. If, if art's definition of meditation, just seeing what's going on, well, this is an example of that too. If you can just see oh, I'm experiencing the friction that's necessary to gain traction. It's all good. I'll just keep going. I mean, that's practically the whole thing. You just stay relaxed and float through it all. All right, that's what I got for you today. If you want to check out that Mental Toughness Manifesto, that's bionicmindmethod.com.